This is MMA Love. Love from America. The last voice for the learned hardcore MMA fan. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. As usual with me, is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend. He now has bought more MMA trading cards than I consider healthy. Uh, we like that's like but not sport trading cards mma is not a sport (laughs) we as in matt and luke never tire in the fifth round thinking that um a ufc card is lackluster is for the casuals man we don't care we watch all this shit (laughs) and this is the who will clean this episode shout out who will clean this matt yeah shout out to our dear listener bloodsport ramon I'm sure he enjoyed this too much and grüß uh, Did you just is his name Bloodsport Armon? No, not Armon, it's Ramon, but I I'm I called Ramon. him Yeah, I called him Bloodsport Ramon because he's like look, he's young and uh-huh. he, he over overly enjoys violence. He wants to bring back all the shit that is illegal and stuff like that, so. Oh man, my guy, Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Luke. Why are we doing Shout this? out. Why are we doing this today? We are doing this today because unlike what some people in the media might try to tell you, BKFC is worth watching. Very true, my dear friend. And amongst other uh, stuff, today we, we will maybe talk about the following. <laughs> UFC Fight Night Mackenzie Dern versus Marina Rodriguez, which no casual watched. That is good. Dana White Houston Night Contender Series. BKFC Montana. Yeah. And I, oh my God, this guy is pumped for BKFC. It's not, it's, <laughs> I will, or we will try to acknowledge the Wilder versus Fury 3 boxing bout, which is not a fight. It's a boxing bout, but it's okay. It happened. It happened. And maybe we'll preview some UFC Bellator cards. <clears throat> we also have to talk shortly about uh, fighter nicknames. Amazing. Let me start with a question, Luke. Okay. If there was one thing, only one thing you could have consumed, seen, read this week, what would it be? Ooh. Uh, after consuming, reading, watching all these things, probably, I probably watched 50 fights. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, I probably watched like 35 fights. I'm going to say BKFC. I had to consume it. BKFC is the shit. Yeah, you it's, you're more it's hyped. It's got it all. You're you're like the, the most hyped we all were for Knucklemania because the pre the pre-fight shenanigans were the best. And then it it cooled down a bit, but for this BKFC Montana, you have been pumped as fuck, man. This so it's a little weird. You wouldn't think it looking at it, but there's a couple people once you get into BKFC enough that you're like, oh, that dude's really good, and these fights are going to be really good. <laughs> and it's like anything else, you know. You become a fan of it, and then you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta catch that guy's fight. Uh, so it was BKFC for me, um, but there are certainly honorable mentions just across the combat sports spectrum of MMA and BKFC that as I don't want to, I don't want to have to pick. Look, as but as I, if I had to. It as, would be BKFC. This is the MMA Love podcast. We're not starting mm-hmm. with BKFC. We're, I, I think we, we should start with um, UFC Fight Night 
Mackenzie Dern versus Marina Rodriguez. What did what, which, what what stood out for you? Which which fight? Let's start on the undercard. Which what what stood out for you? The the loved the loved uh, th- most loved thing on the undercard was <laughs> Vanderov versus Romanov. Oh God, Romanov. Romanov has his hands clasped around the back, from the back around around Vandera, and Vandera tries punching the old punch the wrist approach. <laughs> Look, it, it was the best. Yeah, it's, I think, I, I, think that, I think Vandera was just so overwhelmed by what Romanov got, put on him. He, he he just he just he got owned. Tried to do. Everything in his that came to his mind in order to escape that hellhole that Romanov yes. put him into. It's, it's. I'm not recommending the fight. I'm not. No. no Don't no. watch the fight. It's just. It's a gifable moment of Vandera punching the, the old punch the wrist of fight on the undercard. The opening fight onto Veros versus Garcia. But listen, I have some takes on Romanov versus Vandera. I mean, first, oh really? Yeah, of course. R- Romanov beat Vandera handily by KO or TKO in round two. Um, Romanov is a guy that has a forearm choke finish, which which I Ooh. love because it's a white belt submission and I love to do it. Um, he's now 15 and 0. And he, look at the start of the fight. I just want to po- point it out that Jared did some sort of a, a karate kid wax on, wax off technique with his lead hand right in front of Romanov's face. Like it was really, very strange, but look, in the 80s, Daniel's son proved that might, some of these dorky techniques might might win you tournaments. So maybe he thought that would be something. But he like he got toyed on the ground by by Romanov and <sighs> side mount submission threats. I think he he that's that's actually something that went through the whole card. Um, the nice elbow ground and pound stuff. Some Donkey Konging as yeah. well. That that's the reason and the title of this show is who will clean this fucking mess up <laughs> because like the the canvas was painted man and yeah dude I think Romanov is an exciting prospect for heavyweight just just keep in mind we're talking heavyweights here um, yeah but he has some nice throws he's he's agile he has some mean he has a mean bone do you say that like that do you have a, he has a mean bone in oh him? yeah yeah he's got a mean bone in him for sure we oh. can say that. So it's like I I was I was more pumped for this fight than he's he's not the mean machine, but he's got a he's got a mean bone in his body for sure. He said, I mean, okay, is he is he Alexander King Kong Romanov or is he Alexander <laughs> the the mean machine of Moldova or something like that? They, they weren't sure <laughs> about his nickname because the nickname should be talked about in this show. So, <laughs> so uh, I did, I did enjoy I did enjoy that fight, but you you started to talk about I think one of the best fights. On the card, um, yeah, it was Steven, uh, it was something, man. Steven Garcia versus Charlie Ontiveros, a lightweight bout, which ended in round two by a KO by Steve Garcia. Look, if not a fight of the year contender, it's it's sure a round of the year contender for me. Because if you start a fight with double axe kicks and two knockdowns within the first minute, look, this is the stuff I live for. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened and, and the finish of it, like all the whole thing, man, like I, how 
it was a little mind blowing. Steve Garcia coming out of that, surviving. Like he got but, knocked. I think he got knocked down. Like four, I counted four times. One one could have been a slip, but yeah, Garcia started. For example, he started the second round by like he established full mount and just Donkey Kong on Tiveros, and he played conga drums on his head, and it it's like very efficient and relentless elbow ground and pound from top position and on Tiveros got like he got banged he got that was the thing like i kind of i messaged you in like the middle of the night it's like hey score round one because yeah, i'm i don't i want to make sure i'm not crazy because i gave it to Antiveros for yeah, the knockdown of course but he got 10-9. owned on the ground like just pushed into the corner and elbowed to hell yeah but it finished the round it's effective striking effective grappling that's what the scoring criteria says and also it's in the rule book so i mean if you score two knockdowns that's basically a 10 10 8 i'd say in boxing yeah but also in mma i mean if if you put that much efficient pounding on a guy and then okay he 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 got tooled on on the ground, so I think 10-9 first round on Tiveros is, is a good scorecard. Yeah. Listen, I wanted to hate on the Mean Machine nickname of Steve Garcia, but, I mean, <laughs> that dude... He's is, mean. He is mean, and he is machine-like. Yes. So I... It's it's a good nickname. Steve, I know you're listening to this. You can you can keep your nickname. It's it's <laughs> a very bad nickname. If anyone else would carry it, but you can you can have it. Fantastic. Um, his post-fight speech I have to acknowledge it but his post-fight speech was very dumb and <laughs> maybe the cue on top of Jackson Winklejohn's wasn't a mistake after all like I think it, it was very dumb but man that fight was amazing uh, awesome yeah I have to just, I just have to say yeah if you if you throw axe kicks Ontiv- I have to give credit to Antiveros if you throw axe kicks you are my you're my, you're my buddy man you are one of the guys. It's it's awesome. I, I think uh, I think axe kicks. I think I have to declare them my favorite technique ever. Just make them your favorite for now. It's fine. We'll we'll make yeah, an I'll axe kick in five minutes. I have to I have to just emphasize how 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 much I like them. Um. Yeah. Okay. This card was was very very good. You had another another very good fight. <clears throat> Okay, no, it wasn't very good, but Silvana Gomez Juarez versus Lupita Godinets. Lupi, good nickname, by the way, because it's really a nickname. It's not something she gave to herself. I'm, I'm pretty sure people call her Lupi in the gym. So, listen, she, she won by submission in the first round, and the Kung Fu black belt Silvana Gomez Juarez got taken down with an intense double leg early in the first. And Lupi got back control, immediately, relentlessly worked on taking Gomez <clears throat> back to the mat after she st- she stood up briefly, think, I think. But um, I look, Juarez was never able to change the trajectory of the fight, got subbed by a nice armbar. Okay, she, she turned into the armbar, <laughs> made it a bit easier for, for Lupi, but Kung Fu needs to work on the ground techniques as a, as a sport in, in, as a whole, I think. You're gonna do it in MMA, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean the kung fu ground, ground kung fu, um, <laughs> kung fu nevasa. I missed, I missed this, and I missed the next fight because I had to run out and do stuff. Which one is life. that? Uh, I missed Damon Jackson, Charles Rosa. Look, they spilled it all. 
I, this is the only note. Is that, that the one, is that the is that the one that's that 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 began the spillage? Yes, that, they spilled it all. It's the only it's the only note I took. I love the fight. It was a three round decision for Damon Jackson. These dudes, like, I mean, yeah, it was a bloody a bloody hell. Who will clean this? It makes me happy too. I mean, who makes me happy? I like it. Would you clean that up? I mean, I can't. No, I want them to make trading cards out <laughs> of, of it. Of course. <laughs> um, we have to we have to talk about Maria Agapova yes. versus Sabina Maso. Let's let's talk about what, wait a second. Oh, okay. You want you want to talk about the the best thumbs up in the business? Look, thumbs up for Agapova. The thumbs the thumbs were up, man. Thumbs up, pal. <laughs> I I have I wrote to a guy that I am traumatized by this entrance of Maria Gopova. This it, is it the will stick in my head the, forever. This it is will the, consume me. This is the PTSD has been caused by Agapova's uh, introduction by Bruce is what Matt's talking about. If you didn't see it, because I actually missed it, I was watching, I was watching the rerun of this while watching BKFC at the same time. So you had to inform me to go back and watch it again. Maria Agapova is dancing while also throwing her thumbs, kind of like Elaine from Seinfeld, only more athletically. Like, and uh, I thought Matt she is traumatized. I thought she was, she was making some sort of a joke or she was imitating something but then I think like look the thumbs up is the white people's gang sign and that I mean she she put it over the top with that gang sign man that, that only white people can do it like she did she had the hearts also she did the old Yamasaki heart I mean god damn it that that's I, I am traumatized by it look the, for the fight though I mean I like Maso. And I like how she moves, and I like that she's methodical and tactical about what she does. But she just does not generate enough power on her punches. We, she sets them up quite nicely, I think. Um, she also got very good corner advice. It, she, she, she could, she just couldn't mount any, any, yeah, meaningful offense, and not not power, no power at all. I liked. Well, okay, the power and counter striking of uh, Agapova, just the striking generally of Agapova, the combinations. But man, when she knocked Mazo down, yeah, body, her body shot with back, a body shot and an overhand back line. take, back take to body triangle and rear naked choke was just like she didn't have to think about it; she just did it. It was there. I was so happy. Yeah, that, that's right. The, the instincts on immediate, like jumping to it like a ninja. That was that was nice. But yes. also, Masa was completely out of it. She was on her four, on all of her fours, and and he, she could she she didn't know where she was. Yep. So so um, yeah, of course, props to Akapova for realizing that and jumping on that on that back as fast as she she did. But man, yeah, okay, Masa was out of it. Yes. Great performance, nice finish, but the thumbs, man, Agapola, why the fuck did you do that to me? Dude, those are some thumbs. Oh man. I oh hope she God. does I hope she does it every I hope she listens. I hope she does it every fight from now on <laughs> the torment. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure she listens. <clears throat> Any... Um I have a take yes, please. for you yeah, please. about I need I need Tim Elliott to watch Rude Boy, uh, Randy Brown, and say Okay, 
if you want to style on a dude and do funny shit, you have to do it like Randy Rude Boy Brown. Because if you just point and pretend to laugh and do stupid shit, you're not winning the fight. Tim Elliott lost a decision. Randy Brown won a decision. And they were both styling and clowning around a little bit. But the difference is, I feel like Randy Brown like deserved to be doing it. Yeah, Randy like, Brown, Randy Brown and threw, Jared Gooden. Threw a knee, threw a knee into Gooden and then just kind of like walked away and looked down at his knee and brushed it off and it was it was great. It was fantastic stuff. Yeah, the clowning um, and the ninja shit Brown and Jared Gooden threw it's all unanimous decisions from now on up until the main event. Um so yeah, up and until the, the main event, all all decisions. So Good fights like Randy Brown and Jared Gordon. I definitely, I definitely recommend watch that fight because it was it was fun. I liked it. I liked it. It's fun. Also, also like props to Anik and Felder for completely missing the fact he was stomping Randy. Randy in the first round breaks his toe and is stomping on his own foot trying to reset it, and they don't mention it at all that I heard. <laughs> it's just like are you guys not going to mention he's trying to reset his own foot mid mid round. So that was inter- entertaining as Very well. Very good. Just yeah, it's absolute like, violence against himself. He broke his foot on a front kick. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's always good stuff. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. did we actually miss... Uh, you, you talked Felder. I think he had a very... Like, I don't like him in commentary, but I, especially uh, this time together with DC. But didn't he have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reference? Yes, during the Mazo Agapova fight. That's good. Uh, referencing so, referencing that they are both twenty-four years old and have a long time ahead of them that potentially that they could fight and improve and be even better. And he said, "Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too." When sh- it's like Shredder, they're babies. <laughs> that that is a good that is a good drop. So props to Felder. Anik Anik had no idea what to do. It was great. Yeah, look, let's let's move on to the main event of the evening. This made me so happy. We have Marina Rodriguez defeating Mackenzie Dern by unanimous decision 49-46 I think all over for all the three scorecards which I think is the is the right decision we uh, this fight we were back in the mid 2000s with the striker versus grappler fight yeah because Dern is your ADCC and Nogi world champ as we all know um but this fight maybe showed something more that this is not ADCC and this is not a Nogi grappling thing um and you have Marina Rodriguez she's I think she is the Brazilian Muay Thai champ or something I'm not quite sure, but um, I thought that that Dern made improvements in her striking, but I, I just didn't see it in that fight. For uh, before before you talk, one thing I have to um, scold Marina Rodriguez: you cannot walk out to shipping out to Boston. You just, you just can You just cannot <laughs> oh do it. Oh my god, Marina! God damn it! I'm a fan, but don't please. That 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 song is a boomer song and it is so over. So please don't don't use it. You can't do it. Yeah. Okay. This also, fight, man. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Indeed. Why? I'm so happy that ESPN makes me watch commercials for ZipRecruiter sometimes, so that I don't need to 
be subjected to shipping out to Boston for the Brazilian fighter walking out. If it's like, if it's, if it's, uh, what's his name? Boston strong guy. Yeah. Okay. I'll, t- I'll, I'll Charles Rosa. If Charles Rosa walks out to it. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay with that. I'll, I'll accept it. I'll even, I'll even go back to when I was in my early twenties and get all hyped up, you know? Yeah. But for you, it's sad because, First of all, you always have to listen to commercials when these these fighters walk out. I I usually um, can listen to the walkout songs, but it's for this. I, I think they started with this fight night or the last one, and the, I blame the Apex. It's it's not a good trend that we cannot hear the walkout songs and we have to listen to Olivia and Felder and Annick just talking all the fucking time. Talk, 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 but, talk, talk. All you do is talk, <laughs> talk, talk, talk. It, it's it's a bit. I, Please give give these fighters some time to walk out. Please give us some time to listen to them and, and watch them and not just talk all the fucking time. I would love to hear the hair metal. I think it was some hair metal thing that Romanov was listening to. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't because it was so quiet. And I heard Olivi talk the whole time. So no, just no. I need... I need the default walkout song. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna like not be able to find Marina Rodriguez's walkout song and play shipping out to Boston, play Iron Maiden instead. You know? Okay. The boomer. universal hair metal. Give me some iron. Okay. Give me some maiden. Yes. Listen. Yes. What did you think about the fight? Mackenzie Dern versus Marina Rodriguez. Ah, I have so many. It makes me so happy. First of all, Take your toddler to your fight is a good way to lose. Don't bring your toddler to your fight. Yeah, absolutely. That's a given. Every time someone sees a toddler on the screen, all we think of is Mark Coleman traumatizing his children. Stop it. Damn it. Fedor. We'll talk about Fedor lastly. I mean, later we'll talk about Fedor. We got some Fedor talk. Uh, Dern started the fight with some good Kia, but kind of lost it as she got tired. Honestly, man. Round two, spent uh, had had a lot of time of Rodriguez on her back under Dern, um, and at one point Dern is uh, doing some ineffective ground and pound, and a little bit of the Aspen Lad style, if I do say so. And I really think she could have gotten a finish if she had just been given it a little more kia, but she didn't. Uh, she just uh, landed a little bit and looked at the ref, and then Marina got out of there, which is good. Marina, yeah, basically, she, she just, by, she, Dern just, she had the bum rush technique down yes. to a T. Like, she was only bum rushing. Oh, my first. God. That's what I wrote down. It reminded me of, it reminded me of Holm versus Rousey. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's no, te- she didn't try to even, to just walk in or to cut angles or something. She's just bum rushing the first and hold on for dear life. When she reached her, they had, sometime in the fight, they had a weird <laughs> Like crucifix on the fence for Rodriguez, like she crucifixed. Yeah, Dern. I think that was round one, round one or two. Yeah, round one, maybe yeah. one. Um, yeah, it's like Dern didn't show any improvements for me for this fight because on the last fight she 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 looked impressive, and yeah, looked. <laughs> I think Marina Maria did very good with the body tips, for example, very sneaky. I think that contributed to the fact that Dern mm-hmm. got tired after the third. Yep. Um, these are very, very fast, very, very sneaky teeps to the rib or to the midsection, and I, I think she, she took away some of the energy that Dern had. She also used her reach very, very well, like never overcommitting, never like working easily with the kicks using teeps and no roundhouses that Dern might might be able to interrupt and and take her down. Um, Dern also 
this time she couldn't bait someone to to take her down <laughs> like <laughs> she did everything to land on the floor which she did and in the second yeah she's she, she's getting into the she's getting into the 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 caliber of fighter that's not going to do stupid shit yeah. hopefully look the domin- which i in the second round in the second round she she got rodriguez somehow to the floor i'm not even remembering like exactly how but that was rodriguez was once crucifixed on the bottom in the second and yeah it i it reminded me of volkanovsky escaping these submissions and and having awesome defensive grappling um that rodriguez showed because as we said Look, Mackenzie is no joke on the floor. Like she's one of the very best to ever do it, male or female. I, I don't care. But yeah, Rodriguez was very good in defending all of these attempts, and 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 locked up that kind of like weird reverse, weird half a darce thing. Yeah, that that was a good. I that, think I think that was a gave good. McKenzie. It wasn't like I okay. So like I'll take the commentary booth's word for it. It wasn't tight, but it also gave ah. McKenzie something to think about. It looked tight to me though. It looked like, it looked tight to me. I think it's very difficult to finish it from there, especially if you have a fighter on top of you that is still there that you didn't you didn't ring the bell or something. But I thought that thing was tight, and at least as you said, if it didn't choke her. At least it gave her something to think, and I think it, it gave her very much to think. So, yeah, I think Rodriguez did an awesome job there. So by round four, Marina, I, Marina has like lost so much respect for the takedown, and Absolutely. she's she's throwing spinning back kicks at Dern. Did I hear? Uh, did, that, did I hear right? That once or twice. Did I hear it did right? Did you hear what? I, mm. I think Mackenzie's corner was a bit too much. Like uh, yes, yes, take. people. Did, did, did he say after after this after the second round take a round off after the second round no well maybe but he said i forget his name justin maybe i yeah. can't remember his name he he says learning right here buddy i mean baby dude <laughs> i think i think once she said once he said to her <laughs> That she should take a round off. I'm, I'm, I'm well, I think he thought. Te- I think he thought the second round was a ten eight, even though it's a ten nine. I think he was like, "Oh, well, you just owned her. You can take her down and do that again. Just to, you can just take, you know, but you shouldn't take her. You I should just go out there and get take her down and get the finish." I hope you know I didn't I mean? hear that right, but I mean, th- n- never t- tell a fight to this. Just coast. Who was that? Someone. Someone. Uh, told him Johnny to- Walker, faint all day. <laughs> oh my God! Why the fuck would he even do that? And and you had an active opponent here for Mackenzie. I think she had plenty of opportunity to to enter into takedowns, to work a bit more on the angles, like all things a corner could have said to her and made things better. But they chose to tell her take a round off, baby. <laughs> buddy, look, take a round off, buddy. Look, I mean, yeah, I liked the fight. I liked Rodriguez's performance after, pal. Did you hear who all got it from Mar- Marina Rodriguez after the fight in her post-fight interview? I didn't completely understand what was going on, but she has like someone ducking her or something. Did you know? Do you know who she called out? Someone talked. She was like, "Someone talks shit." 
and I will crush them so they'd better not take the fight or something. So I don't know. I don't know, though. I don't remember. She especially called out, like in a good way. I think I love that, that call out. She called out Joanna because she told basically that Joanna shouldn't even be ranked anymore because she's so inactive. <laughs> yes, she's still ranked she's like, two by the number by the UFC. She's still ranked number two. And she said that basically at this time, I don't want to fight Joanna as well because she has been out for so long. It, it's, it's not even relevant anymore. <laughs> What will you what will you do with Joanna uh, effectively retiring? What what will your fandom become? Will you just follow her Instagram for the product placement or what? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please, Joanna, sell me a juicer. Yes, juicers. Uh, um, juicers. I, I think she's like she's becoming the Roger Federer of 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 sports. In, for, for is, is he a is he an influencer now? No, he doesn't play tennis. He does play tennis, but he name a product that Roger Federer doesn't uh, has never made an, an advertisement for. It doesn't How? exist. I have I have no clue. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like he's a guy that has done adver- advertisements for everything, like everything, and I think Joanna too. I think there is not a product in the world that Joanna hasn't had <laughs> some kind of influencing to do. So yeah. Look, this fight card. Rate this fight card, pal. Uh, we're in a, we're in a, we're in solid sevens at least. Absolutely. I, so someone someone made a really good joke. I'm pretty sure it was Jonas Bones said said to us, "Anyone watching Saturday Night Contender series, which mm-hmm. is just the best. It's fantastic." <laughs> Look, I so don't... there's two questions. Yeah. Two Imagination Land questions about our Saturday Night Contender series. Number one is, who's getting cut after their performance? I don't think you can cut anyone out of these out of these people. You can't cut for Vandera? Maybe Vandera. Vandera was overwhelmed, but I think that's that's also his, oppo- his opponent. Is, he's no joke, man. Romanov is no I joke. Hope, I hope they don't cut Charlie Ontiveros because he's an entertaining dude, no, even no, if they, he's gotten finished. If they cut the axe kick dude, I will stop watching UFC. <laughs> we will become a. This is the rise and love from America yes. podcast. <laughs> we, will, we will we will stop watching UFC if they cut a guy that act that double axe kicks a dude. <laughs> um, I'm looking. So the other question I have is the Imagination Land question. Marina Rodriguez does she have to fight one more time before a title shot? She is ranked on the <sighs> UFC page. She is ranked six. But Jan Shaunan and Mackenzie Dern are both ranked four, so presumably she could jump them both. Yeah. Above her would be Asparza, Joanna, and Zhang Wei Li and Rose. I think I think Joanna would never take that fight. That is that is a given. Um and also think that she would do very well against Rodriguez. So maybe it's not the baddest thing for Rodriguez not to have to fight Joanna. But what about Jan Shaunan? That would be an awesome fight, actually. Didn't, did, I can did, did, see did, that. I can see that as a, like the stand-up, stand-up aggression versus uh, stand-up point fighting kind I of hope, thing. I hope we'll they see. didn't fight already, but uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to look. No, at no, it they right didn't. Now. But, Do, but, but Jan Chanon lost against Carla Esparza, but I think mm-hmm. I think Rodriguez I think, handily beat. No, boy, she no she I, also okay, lost. So like, no, no, Mar- Marina Rodriguez also lost against against um, Carla Esparza. In two thousand, in in July of two thousand. So here's the thing: 
I really, 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 really hope they actually give Esparza a title shot against the winner of Zhang Weili and Rose. I hope so, yeah. But, I hope but so. she will lose so bad against both of these, so it's well, like no, that's the thing. Like she, because 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 the the Rose thing makes it okay. very uh, in, enticing, right? Yeah, because you you don't but, know what what Rose which Rose will show up. Because she lost well, against Rose, uh, she won against Rose in 2014, which is basically ex- exactly that Rose. Is don't so you want long that ago. fight back? Yeah, okay. But you can make a you can make a shitty circus story about it. Though, you so can, you of might course. as well just do it. Of course. The the boy, we got to talk about that Rose. We got to talk for an hour about Rose versus Zhang Wei Li. Yeah, we have to move on also. After, but this, I know, I know, pal. But this, this uh, UFC fight night. Look, I'm not wanting I to follow. I, I don't want to follow Dana White's bullshitty comments where this card was definitely under, understacked, underbooked. Not enough name value. Not enough enticing storylines beside the main event. But if you just like fight, like we do, then it it delivered, and I give it a solid seven or eight. I'd say. Yes. Yes. It's so, the same. It's like you, you, you yeah, there's going to, yeah, there will be blood on the canvas. There will be crazy shit happening. It's MMA. You can't not have crazy shit happening. Give me your, give me, let's, let's move on, pal. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, give me your hot takes on bare knuckle fighting championships, Montana. And yes, dear listeners, we will talk about Thornton. But first, I think we should. We, we, I think, I think we should take a page from BKFC's book and talk yes. about Thornton first. Yes, we do that because okay. at 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 the beginning of the broadcast, they they did memorialize the fighter who passed away. Uh, this is uh, this was Justin Thornton. He fought uh, Kleckler at BKFC, I think six weeks ago yeah, or something so, like, something like that. Yeah, he got knocked out and fell head first, just crashed basically onto his spinal column. And, it's, an ugly, uh, it's an ugly picture. It is an ugly fall and spent the rest of the time in the hospital fighting infections and a, a broken uh, vertebrae yeah, or something he, like that. They said that and he, eventually he, succumbed to that. Yeah, he, he, they said he was partially paralyzed after that. Um, look, first of all, RIP to that dude. I didn't know him. I, I don't know if he was a bad guy out of the ring or whatever, but just you, you don't want to see people... Um, get injured and and die as a consequence. With it, it doesn't matter where. So RIP to his family if he had one. And uh, but the discussion afterwards, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, there were a lot of articles, and some of them, some of them went as far as like, do we need BKFC? And I mean, taken to its logical conclusion, you would conclude you, not that we don't need BKFC, but that we don't need contact combat sports at all because this was not a bkfc problem no this is just a freakish this was a yeah this was a a giant man falling on his head problem and it could happen anywhere yeah and it's of course look you can look at the record of of thornton um he's like six and 18 in mma he lost his last six or seven via KO or TKO. Look, that dude surely wasn't the healthiest. And we can talk about making this sport better and having proper medical checks and maybe look at people that lost their six last six or seven bouts. Or maybe their KO. last twenty, as I'm about to talk about. 
or maybe the last 20 or 30 or whatever. But um, to blame the sport of BKFC or to blame combat sports in any form for that, it's just the dumbest. I, I saw people blaming the ref for moving that guy while he was laying on the floor. I mean, of yes. course, if you're not in the fire, yeah, you shouldn't move unconscious persons as much as you can. But man, just, just wanting to put blame on everything all around and not just accept that there are some circumstances and some ugly things happening without anyone left to be blamed. Just like, it's just a bad shit that happens. Yes. Amen, yep. motherfuckers. And yes. And accept it because you watch combat sports and listen to these two guys talk about it every week almost. <laughs> Please. So Please. RIP to that dude. Um, but the show moved on. So if on you take it. my BKFC away, it will only be worse. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about uh, tell me about BKFC Montana. I will tell you the things I love the most. Mm-hmm. One of the things one of the, I'll give you a stat. It's, I don't know if I love it or hate it. It's just kind of crazy. The stat is that we have had two BKFC events in a row. Every fight on them has got been inside the distance. The judges have not been called on in like 21 fights. Which I just think is a little bit crazy and does speak to the, to the level of, of violence that can be inflicted rapidly in some of these fights. Um, they, they work. Their, at, whole set, their whole setup is... is yeah, it, it it fuels the thing that you don't have decisions because the the ring is so small. You have two minute rounds. Mm-hmm. You have old guys. <laughs> you have washed up MMA some, fighters. Some are very some, good. Some yep. are bad. Some are very some are very young and just getting started, which is also can be concerning. But it's uh, one of the things I did notice a little bit. I don't know if my brain is just making up for it because of Thornton or not, but it did seem like the doctor was very aware and like uh, there was not a lot of opportunities for people to fake the doctor or fake the ref. Like they were calling it when they felt like they needed to call it. I think and so. And no one booed about it. No one like no one in the audience was shitty about it. Like, thank you, Montana. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you, Montana. Uh, for not, for not wanting people to get hurt needlessly. When they've clearly lost the fight, uh, there was some <laughs> some disfigurement on this woman from Quebec, especially just got her ass kicked. Uh, oh no, Crystal Pittman, the woman from Quebec, kicked the ass of Crystal Pittman. Opened a mouse. The mouse. The mouse on this woman's face must have been like the size of two golf balls. Um, okay, so that was the stat. That was the thing I loved the most, probably. Would you the recommend- nickname of the night? Yeah. Nickname of the night. Lloyd Cupcake Mix. Cupcake. Come on. Yeah. Misha, take a note. Change your last name to Mix, please. Yes. Oh, that was great. So would you recommend people watch this BKFC in, in, this, in its entirety? Uh, or? I, I tuned in 12 minutes late, and I missed a fight. That's how fast they were going. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was is, great. Good, it was fantastic stuff. Um. I would absolutely recommend that you tune in at least for the Evans versus show fight. That was fight of the night. If you want to stick around after you can watch Lloyd cupcake mix. You can watch this, this dude Bercier uh, punched uh, headbutted a punch. And I think broke a guy's hand. 
I love that. That crafty fuck. That was great. Um, and then you can watch Riggs versus Gallard on the main event. Um, and Gallard lost his, that's why I was saying 20, 20th fight probably yeah, around in a row. That, yeah. Around that. Maybe we should look at not sanctioning Gallard anymore. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, we could think about that. Yeah, we He's could, been getting yeah. sanctioned. He, he's been losing fights since 2014. Yeah, not, not joking for that guy. That, that, that needs to be seriously looked at if you want to book him in high-intensive high combat sports, stuff like that. That's not healthy. And Guillard, for people who don't know, has had a lot of issues, substance abuse, domestic violence. So that's maybe a guy that you start to look at. Yeah. But this is, you know, this is our, our 52 or or 65 or whatever different athletic commissions in the United States. So somebody's going to sanction this dude. And if it's not BKFC, it'll be some other shit fight promotion somewhere let's, else. In let's the return to MMA because it's the MMA Love podcast. Did you watch Dana White's I got it all. Okay. Tuesday Night Contender Series? <laughs> of course. Dude, was it the best in season five? The best episode? There was, it was insanity. It was the, the first fight was just insanity. I loved it. Like, it's, it's Valdez versus White. Look, first, that, 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 is an, that is a fight of the year contender. White came to the octagon, forgot his gum shield. Oh no, not just that. Forgot his cup. Yes. Um, oh, also, he's from Alaska Fighting Championship. Of course. Honorable mention Alaska Fighting Championship versus Valdez from Lux down in Mexico. Like White's mouthpiece after he forgot it. It, it got punched out two or three times. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was an, a certified bang. 100% maximum Shui potential achieved. Um takedown fest by Valdez and after that they just banged like it's it's I don't know how these two survived round one I have no clue that was like you can call it the battle bang maybe dude it was amazing left hook punched punched the mouthpiece out and dropped white um like that was just a like Valdez also that, that dude is a a damn maniac and I'm not sure how long lasting this fight style for him will be I'm not sure what Dana White told them before to make them fight like this. It certainly wasn't clever. And I think both of them should have gotten the contract because that's like entertainment on another level. Yep. Yep. Other fights on the card were pretty good too. Um, I have a gripe for the Joseph Holmes versus Shanti Barnes fight. What's your gripe? I'm, look, first I got of all, a take. no to this mustache, man. Holmes, this mustache has to go. And His then, nickname is Ugly Man. Yeah, but yeah, it's. I love it. Keep I'm not, it. I'm not sure that this joke he has, he had, was no, very it's deep. too good. And it wasn't surely it wasn't sunk in entirely. Look, I'm I'm not a dude feeling it. The the chin was still under the forearm. Maybe maybe changed into a neck crank of some sorts, and the dude had a previous injury. I think that is not a joke you tap to. Listen, DC. Oh my God! Why? Just because the dude was in pain and didn't want to be there anymore. 
doesn't mean that we got to take this guy and talk about how bad he is and he just got gifted a submission. That's the thing that bothered me. Is DC is just when DC is doing these contender series, it really seems like he doesn't like these people, and I don't get it. Because uh, you would think you want to create a create an environment where you do like these people, because the people that like you, DC, will then like these people, and then the UFC will sell more pay per views or get more subscriptions to ESPN Plus or however the fuck it works. Just telling you that this time. With with John T. Barnes, I think DC was onto something. I'm just said I'm just telling you. That's fine. But you could also say like, Wow, he really didn't want to be in there. Joseph Holmes got it got him out of it. You know, you, there's mean, things did. you can say that are positive. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> okay, instead Mr. of just social guy. It, it wasn't so bad as it wasn't so bad as the last time DC did contenders. This was the only one I really noticed him just negging the guy. True. But that's good. It was, it was it's always much. good when Kevin Holland is heckling that dude. Yes, I need. You know what? You may be onto something. Fernie what goes, if we got? Oh. What if we got Kevin Holland and DC to do commentary for Why contenders? Not? I'd love to hear some Kevin Holland commentary uh, on on uh, for for other fights. Fernie Garcia defeated Joshua Weems. That dude missed weight by some. There was a catchweight bout in the end. Look, also here, I'm not sure about the knockdown and the stoppage. Really, Weems missed weight. Yes. Yeah. I think most of the punches Fernie Garcia put down Weems were they missed the target. They were into the guard. Maybe maybe Garcia had some power, with, I, but I didn't feel that. So also mm. a bit strange, but I loved it. He and got. Then, I, re, I seem to recall him 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 hooking around the guard at one with one of a one one hook. I think a right hook and, and knocking him down. Maybe I think it was that fight. And Weems it, uh, Weems in the running for worst nickname of the week. What is the what is uh, the nickname? Joshua open wide weems. Oh my god! And and he missed weight. Yeah. So and I hate I hate his nickname. Maybe maybe it's it. good that he he got stopped like this. And then you had Mike Mallet defeating Shimon Schmotritsky. Mike Mallet is a problem. <sighs> but that also here, man, the the guillotine defense of of Schmotritsky, that, that it's not good, man. It's like it's it's good adjustment of the guillotine by Mike Mallet, but. That that is not good defense. Just what just, about Hernandez Perez? Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts? He's okay. one twenty. The, the Spanish guy. I thought uh, they were both very good, actually. Yeah, and good. I, well, I think, I think, yeah, Hernandez got in, got a contract, and I think Perez will get a contract. I hope as so. well. I hope so. Quietly on the side, come fill in, kind of thing. I mean, the, I mean, the fill-ins will come. We'll talk about the next UFC fight night, for example, and this fight <laughs> night also had some, had some things. But um, anything else on the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series? Good good series? Uh, ugly Man got screw, screw-jobbed premeditatively by Dana, and Dana is using him to fill content on his other show, Dana White's Looking for a Fight. Hey, will you just go fight for Fury for one fight? We'll see you there. I'll be there for Fury. We'll do Looking for a Fight. You'll be on that show. Insanity. I thought, that was fucking bullshit. Insanity. Just give him a contract or let him... Uh, you know... What, well, I shouldn't say that because I don't know what he offered him. Maybe he offered him 20 grand to go fight yeah, on it, Fury. That, that, I don't that know. could very well be. But look... As we're on to the fighter nickname stuff, we Ooh. this week in, in in our small little group, we talked about fighter nicknames and the fighter nicknames. As you said, MMA is a time is a flat circle, 
and nicknames come up all the time. Every every month or so, we talk about nicknames. So, just hitting you. Give me your. Give me the best nickname you can think of. I I I I yeah. I I can start that that you can think a bit a bit about it. The best nickname ever is the Gracie Hunter. Reactive yeah, is. it's it's freaking it's pretty awesome. It and it it's it's awesome for you too because you get to you get to show your your hardcore fandom. Of course, of love love knowing. everything about it. And then, but uh, you have a best in mind? No, not at all. Everything that we talked about in chat when we were talking about it days ago has left my brain. Uh, but you 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 certainly know the I, worst nicknames ever. Well, e- Oh, I'm hating open wide right now. Yeah, open wide is very <laughs> dumb. Yeah, that is very dumb. Uh, I love... I can only think about things that I can remember, which is this weekend. I love Rude Boy. I think it's yeah, great. Boy, no, it's not bad. Because, I like and I think it's, I think it's... I think it's... I think it's probably because, like, I have this, like, serious affinity for New York City and... Randy Brown is from Queens, and there's a huge Jamaican community there. It's just everything about it just fits so well. I love it very much. Um, well, let, let's. I mean, dear listeners, if you have best or worst nicknames, just send them in. We can we can discuss them. We just react and tell you if you're right or if you are wrong because we're the one author- of my favorite we're things. To we're the do. authority on nicknames. My favorite, one of my favorite things to do is just go on Tapology in the fighter search and type in random words and see what auto populates as a nickname. So, I like, type in axe, and you get the axe murderer, and you get the little axe Andy Ogle, and you get axe, <laughs> axe hands or something. Just insane shit. Like, what insane shit have people come up with? Worst, Darth Vader has to be bad. Yeah, I'm not hating like, it that much, I, but I kind, I kind of do. Female like, pitbull has to take it. Like, if you're calling yourself the female pitbull, like, like there is, look, pitbull is one of the worst nicknames ever. They are, and there are many women going by pitbull. But then you, you call yourself the female pitbull, you're, you're done, man. And then there is also blonde fighter as a nickname, which is like, yeah, no, just, just no. No, please not. Go to Tapology, type in female, and you'll see Erica, the strongest female high school student, Kamamura. That is good. That is a good nickname. She's zero zero. <laughs> she's amateur, uh, and she fought five times in 2012, 2010 through 2012. Most of the time, Brazilians that give you nickname, they just call you like like you look or like you walk or something like that. Which shoe is, face. It's also, it's also boring. Like you get, you get. Sh- no shoe shoe face is not though. Shoe face is great. Face, it's also like a, a local fighter. He was called Gamarao. It means like the. Um, yeah, I don't know the, the word in English now, but it's like the seafood thing because he got so red in training. <laughs> like, that, that yes, is, uh, shrimp. The shrimp. Yeah, that, that, that is not yeah. bad too. <laughs> we were on a job site and the all of these Latino guys were calling this other guy Cameron, 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 uh, Cam- something like that. A shrimp and um, shrimp in Spanish. It do was we great. do we acknowledge Fury versus Wilder three, the boxing bout, not a fight, but a boxing match? Uh, feel free. I did not watch it. Did, I watched did BKFC. Watch, did you watch the gifs? 
No. People calling it the very best heavyweight boxing bout ever, and I, I surely can. I mean, I can tell that this was an awesome boxing bout. Like, it had nice. everything it needed to be dramatic. You had the momentum shifts, which, like, that is what boxing still makes fun to watch. I Like, I'm trying to get into, properly get into boxing since the 90s, and I just can't do it. I, I don't know what is missing, um, because this fight was awesome. If you looked at the highlights, it was great. You had two knockdowns. Um, Wilder actually knocked down Fury two times in the fourth round, I think, and then got clobbered in the 11th. I mean, if you're a boxing so did, fan... Did it end in a KO? What it, was the result? KO, TKO, yeah. I think, the, I think the ref had to wave it off because Wilder was so done. Like, he got, he got more wow. at the end. So, probably a recommendation, but um, yeah. If I don't feel so bad not being able to get into boxing if you've been trying to get into it since the '90s. I really try because it is as as a fight sport. I do love boxing. It's so technical. It's so like it's so. How can I even say it? It's like it's very it's very fun to do it, but I just can't can't get into the watching of it. But yeah, people loved the Fury vs. Wild 3 thing, and I saw the GIFs, and they looked amazing. Um, so feel free to watch it. Awesome. <laughs> short, what a recommendation. Short, yeah, short. Um, there was a shake-up at Glory. Alistair Overeem is out of the Glory mm-hmm. kickboxing thing, and now they they dug deep, man. <laughs> they like <laughs> they <laughs> they, oh, they remixed their card, and they got... Oh, they, it's now Rico Verhoeven versus Jamal Ben Sadiq again. Um, the third time, like uh, Jamal Ben Sadiq won won a fight, and then Rico won a fight. Then they, oh. dude, they brought back Gokhan Saki, and he's, okay, he the, Saki was a brief stint in the UFC, but hasn't fought that regularly. Now he's fighting James McSweeney, which is like okay, it's it's pure fucking insanity um so the first two fights are nothing like maybe maybe ben sadiq versus verhoeven can be fun but i'm not sure what ben sadiq has left uh you have adekbui versus plaji you have dude versus king which will be the best fight on the card i say um so still a very good card but like man kickboxing is lacking like exciting talent at the top at the moment, so let's see if if that we will that can be we will redeemed. take you we will take you back down memory lane for more K one kickboxing cards, please. And hopefully someday, Glory will release some kickboxing cards, and we will collect them. Let's use our last five minutes together <laughs> and do a little bit little bit of a preview of next next week's UFC Fight Night. Which yeah. is now I just looked at it. It's fantastic. Now, it's now Aspen Lad versus Norma Dumont. Why is this funny to I, me? I will ignore this because Aspen Lad missed weight by two pounds. Now she's gonna try to cut again two weeks later. Instead of Aspen Lad's opponent who made weight being given a fight. Yeah. This what is why the, it's funny to me. What was the initial main event? Uh it was Norma Dumont versus Holly Holm. 
Yes. Oh, this is at 145. Oh, she'll make 145. mundo. I thought this was at 135. You've, you've, you got it. Okay, I get it now. That's even funnier. All right. What is the, awesome. what is the highlight fight on this card? Good look. Of, it is, of course, Andre. I'm just kidding. It's not on. Sorry, Andre. It's Manon Furo. Absolutely. Furo. Mano Furo. My life be like. <laughs> My life be what, like. <laughs> what do you think of Manon Furo's mockumentary series on herself on YouTube? It's, do you recommend it? <sighs> that is a hard. That is a hard recommend. I watch it, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not very. Let's say it's too long, but. Besides the fact, Manofio, like, the, she is a fighter, man. And I love her fights. And the last time she destroyed, her her last opponent, opponent basically, like, kicked out of the of the octagon. And now with Mayra Buena Silva, she has a good opponent. Um, mm-hmm. Both have a 7-1 and one record. So I'm really looking forward to that one. You also have... Um, we have some names on this card. Names. Names you will know. Names talking, from long ago that are still fighting. Talking, sorry, talking about good or bad nicknames. You have Julian, the Cuban Missile Crisis Marquez on the card. Yes. Fighting Jordan Wright, which is, which could be a good banger. Um, what Co-main else? event, man. Co-main event. Yeah. Don't undersell the ability of Andre Arlovsky to make Carlos Felipe look bad. I mean. What do we even say about this? About this? I'm picking. And... I'm picking Arlovsky. I am. Yeah. Why I'm not? I him. mean, that's not a bad. That's not a bad pick. He makes. He makes people look like shit. It's too good. So this could be fun too. No name value. This could at, be fun as hell. No name. Jim value Miller's at all on left. this card. Come on. Yeah, but Jim. Miller. Jim Miller's name value no. because he's been in the UFC since like 2001. Yeah, but no casuals will know who he is. So. No one cares. Sorry, Jim. And then, then it, get, it gets a bit better. Then we have, at uh, October 23rd, you have Paolo Costa is back. Um, yeah. And he fights Marvin Vettori, our, our favorite. Yeah, <laughs> our favorite Italian wrestler. Caceres versus Choi Suongwu, which is also good. Mm-hmm. And Randa Marcos is back. Mason Jones is back. Chris Moutinho is back. The guy who got, who got already that dude got murked. Wait, who's he fighting? Aaron Phillips. Never heard of him, but don't know. Don't know who he is. Um, and then the week after, we have two UFC two sixty seven. Which I mean, that is a that is an awesome pay per view card. Like you have Patreon versus Sandhagen, which is a I, I prefer that fight over the over the Aljamain fight. Yes. You have Islam Makhachev versus Dan Hooker. Ah, this is a Fight Island. Fight Island is real again. Yeah, dude. This is a this is a a this is an appetizer to UFC 268. Yeah, correct. You have Li Jingliang versus a, versus Khamzat post post COVID Khamzat and listen. This is your this is your soup and salad. This course. is a free numbered event. I don't have to pay a pay per view to watch this. You know the highlight fight on that card, though. Mm. Amanda Hibas? Nope. Volkan No Time Ozdemir versus Magomed Ankalaev. Best walkout song ever versus the wall. Versus best quote about your opponent ever. <laughs> I mean, on, on this very podcast. If you can go back and, and listen to us talking to Volkan Ozdemir, like I think it was in May 
April or May would, this year. He was, he was still looking for a fight. And we talked about Magomed Ankhalaev. That that podcast, by the way, is in English too. So you can, that, that interview is in English with Volkan. So he was like, just, we talked about Ankhalaev and he just said, fuck Ankhalaev. So I think there is Love it. proper beef there. I will never <laughs> not bring it up. I will never not bring it up about this fight. It's so good. Ah, Hibas versus Yandi Roba is actually a good fight though. It is. Yeah, the, the, this, how many fights are on this card, man? Like, every fight uh, ever. All of them, yeah. Looks like all the ones that keep falling off and getting placed other places are all the fighters that can't make it to the United fights, States. Nine fights, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 You know what's cool? You moment. know what's really cool about this card right now? I don't see a single American flag next to these Very names. Good. This is pretty cool. This is, oh, wait, we got Sandhagen. Damn That's America. It. Yeah, okay. Maybe Sandhagen, Sandhagen is Sandhagen is is carrying the hopes and dreams of our entire <laughs> country to Abu Dhabi. Very good. So, did we miss anything, pal? Um, there's a lot between now and then, like PFLs, Bellator Moscow. Oh, Fedor uh, versus Johnson. We forgot about that. But... Fedor versus Johnson. Fedor is back. Uh, Fedor is retiring. No, Maybe never. Nah, Fedor probably will never. never. Retire. Usman Nurmagomedov is on the card. Uh, yeah, true. What else is good? Vitaly Minikov versus Syed Salma. No, maybe just just don't go for no? the Bellator card. It's like I won't do it. Doesn't doesn't matter. So you asked me before we started the podcast, "Is your brain mush yet?" And I said, "I think it happened last week because of Bellator." <laughs> yeah. That's... So. I think there's a Bellator next week. Uh, yeah, there's a Bellator in six days. They're counter-programming the UFC on Saturday, and it will be Ryan Bader versus Corey Anderson as the co-main and Vadim Nemkov versus Julius Anglicus as the main event. And I mean, if we record the next day and my brain is yogurt and I am just a <laughs> negative Nancy about everything, then we can blame Bellator and I'll just stop watching it. Watch, watch for the Bellator fanboys coming out and telling them that this is a way better offering than the UFC has, and they still can't come any anywhere close. I yeah. like I like Carl Albrechtson. Of course, I like that guy. Yeah, of I course. like Carl. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. That we'll was see. fun. As I as I stated as I stated in the introduction, we we never tire in the fifth. And if you <laughs> if you think. Fight cards are lackluster, and you think, oh, the UFC doesn't have an offering for me. I, I won't watch anything. You're making a big mistake, man, because this fight end was awesome. Dana White contender series was awesome. Uh, yeah. According to your um, to your tastes, BKFC was awesome. So Ramon and I enjoyed BKFC immensely. And Ramon, if you if you did not watch BKFC, I think you'd like it, man. Yeah, just that dude needs to he needs to be pushed. A bit. Shout out shout out to Midnight for uh for watching BKFC live with me and remarking on all the insane shit. Ranking outfits. Ranking ranking outfits, uh very important. Um I do want to request uh Joe Riggs if you're listening, please get a haircut. I don't Dude. know how Midnight is able to consume that much MMA. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> it, it, it's it's not humanly possible. I'm unable to do it. I had to I had to skip two fights of the UFC. So maybe you can learn something a, from her. 
perhaps perhaps i should i should go, go to the dojo fall under the tutelage of the multi-screen view so that's that's basically our podcast now we well will... i'm not tired i'm ready for more should we open some cards yes we'll open some cards later i'll put the link in the show yes notes. we'll open a pack of cards and uh, then i'm mma out until tomorrow god, <laughs> then I'm god back, back in damn it god damn it <laughs> dear listeners have a wonderful evening if you have um questions stuff you want to ask if you want to talk about a specific topic, uh, like Luke and myself, yeah, you want, send it you want to, to us. Derail me for an hour. Send it to the Instagram. Send send us your best and worst fighter nicknames. We'll gladly talk about it. I'll tell you what the good or bad nicknames are, despite what you think. <laughs> and um, enjoy this mad mad uh, ride with MMA. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island. Shut your mouth with my fist. <laughs>